Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Disney Animation Studios' Strange World. Where in the world are we? Hey there, my name is Nate, and this is our spoiler-free review for Walt Disney Animation Studios' Strange World. Huge thanks to our friends at Disney Studios Canada for giving us the opportunity to watch this film early for review. If you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys, and collectibles, and all things Geekcentric, and oftentimes all things Disney. Uh, joining me for this journey into a strange, strange world are my fellow explorers, looking like a strange rock person, He's the daring and delightfully dangerous Darcy, the harrowingly handy Hudson. <laughs> I'd like to think of myself as pretty handy, so yeah, I'll take that nickname. <laughs> yeah, man, I'd have you building some stuff on my farm, I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> but listen, coming back from my farm, he's keen, clean, and sometimes he farms in khakis instead of jeans. He's Kevin, the crop harvesting Hudson. Yeah, I don't, see, I don't know what role I'd play in this world. I'm too lazy to be a farmer, too cowardly to be an explorer. Uh, I could probably do some crop dusting. That seems all right. I was, I was gonna call. So I said crop harvesting, Hudson. And I was. I mean, I like to do it to a crowd, anyways. I was gonna say crop dusting, but I, I wasn't sure how that would play. Uh, but how are you two today? You know, we've had. Uh, We've had a really great week of, of movies, watching a, a ton of stuff, a lot of which we're going to have reviews and interviews out for shortly. But um, this morning, we, we had the pleasure of uh, hanging out with our friends from Disney Studios Canada and their PR team. Uh, we had some delicious, wonderful breakfast. We got to chat with some of our colleagues uh, from, you know, around... Uh, around the 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 press averse, if you will, uh, and and getting to chat with people, you know, in person instead of on Twitter, uh, felt really really great. Guys, what did you think of the Walt Disney Studios Canada 2022 press presentation? I mean, it was a cool experience to be a part of. That's for sure. Like you said, it was neat to you know mingle with some of the other people that we are you know in the same vein of you know interests as us. Uh, I got to say, the stuff we did get to see was a bit surprising that they. As you know, the audience that was there, you would expect to have already seen a lot of the footage and trailers that they were showing. And I think I feel like we only got like two or three new things that again were later dropped in the day, like dropped later in the day. So, I mean, in that regard, it was a bit odd that again we got called out earlier in the morning to come see this, but it was a fun experience overall. Yeah, I mean, I think there were there were other members of the press who had already seen uh, Strange World. Um, given the fact that like so many people just left at the beginning of the movie after the presentation, um, but uh, but no, I think I think this was mostly a a, a breakfast, a, a moment to get together to to commune with with those in and around us in in this industry, and uh, I think for me, like honestly, I think it was just lovely to see the the PR people that we've emailed back and forth with uh, from from Disney and. Uh, I, it was just great to chat with them in person and, and get to actually just sort of see, put a, put a face to the name, if you will. I mean, mm -hmm. we've we've seen them before, but we haven't really gotten a chance to sit down and and chat with them over some fruit and pastries. So I thought that was pretty great. And then I also want to just give a shout out to uh, our friends uh, Daniel Shabazz and Anthony from the Movie Podcast, and of course Matt Rohrbeck and Eric Martian uh, from the Untitled Movie Podcast. I was speaking with Matt after. Uh, the event, and he did say, you know, to your point, Darcy, as far as like what they showed, he did say that it was a bit of a scaled back event mm. uh, this year in in comparison to previous years. 
Yeah, and I can almost see it being more of a, hey, thanks for a great year. We're finally back at the theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've been doing this on early mornings. Uh, for some of you, it's, I mean, geez, it takes us almost two hours to get down to the city to see these movies sometimes. Um, and so it, it almost, I did almost feel like it was more of a thank you. I mean, for them to go to the, the lengths of printing out lanyards with our names on them and everything. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it felt yeah. really cool. It's like, they, you know, we were listening to Peter Gabriel's Big Time on the way down this morning. And, <laughs> and it felt like we were big time there. That was that was really mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, a great spread. I do wish that the the trailers and and sneak peeks that we got were a little bit more exclusive or were a little bit fresher i mean they've been sort of slowly trickling out since d23 and so i think we've had a chance to see most of them uh but not all of them up on the big screen that was my first time to see Mm -hmm. a few of those up on the big screen and that always makes a big difference Uh, although i will say i don't know did you guys notice anything that was you know, TV related or Disney Plus related, the sound just wasn't was quite at the same level as as the movies. And it's like, no, nah, man, like this is the only chance I'm going to be able to watch some of this stuff with a sound system like this. Crank it up. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely noticed that. Like, I think the Little Mermaid trailer played and I was like, oh, OK, here we go. We're in it. And then they, they go to like something like The Mandalorian and it's just like, oh, no, where, where'd the audio go? <laughs> um, but but, you know, we got to we got they discussed uh, the upcoming slate from Disney Lucasfilm Marvel uh, star and uh, and Discovery um, or stars. Is it stars or star? I can never remember. Stars with um, a Z, isn't it? Stars with a Z. Uh. OK. Uh, and they they specifically mentioned uh, Kevin. I thought your your ears might have might have perked up, but uh, Haunted Mansion for oh, August yeah. of next year, dude. That's he was snapping be in his seat beside me, just snapping yeah. away. It's like yeah, <laughs> I did the, the, the old snap clap. Uh, I got jazzy yeah, with man. that one. Uh, that one got me excited. I mean, it is amazing to look at just how many not just projects but different types of projects Disney now has under its umbrella and 2023 I think we only saw the timeline up to about August and it was insane what we we have yeah. to look forward to over the next what, 8 or 9 months it's it's insane there's something every couple of weeks be it a movie or a new Disney Plus show uh so th- it it definitely did get me hyped and maybe that was the goal of mm-hmm. t- this morning's presentation too it wasn't necessarily presenting you with anything new but it was going yeah but Watch them all in a row and just be like, whoa, that is a lot of stuff. Yeah, and a reminder that Indy 5 is June 30th uh, was dope. I was I was kind of just, maybe I had a little bit too high of an expectation uh, that we might get a little snippet or a something little clip been, or something uh, that would have got me uh, from going. Indiana Jones. Yeah, but, but you know what we did, as you said, we got to watch trailers for, you know, Mando Season 3 on the big screen, Willow, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, we got to see... Um, and then we got a sneak peek at a teaser trailer, which is out now, but we got to watch the teaser trailer for Pixar's next movie, Elemental. Uh, before we get into this review, what did you guys think of the trailer for Elemental? Uh, it definitely doesn't look like I was uh, picturing it. I think Kevin mentioned that even after uh, we walked out of the theater, but it's not quite the the concept art that we got from uh, D23 and much more your typical Pixar uh, film and, and just so much detail. I loved it. Can't wait for the movie now. Absolutely, dude. It, it almost felt like it was, um, you know, a Zootopia esque world with elements yes. in it instead. Um, and I mean, you know, if they can hit that one concept out of the park, I, I'm excited to see what they can do with this one. It 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 does feel, and I mean this in all the best ways possible, very Pixar. Um, and so, and yeah. even very different from the Disney animated film we're about to talk about here right like it's it's crazy how they they are able to separate those two departments or you know uh, property 
distributors, if you will. And so, yeah, it, it it's going to be, uh, I, I have a feeling, a big movie for them. Yeah, it gave me soul vibes, I think, mixed with I can um, see that too, yep. Inside Out, like the just from the character design. Um, but at the same time, the facial animation, especially on 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 I can't remember their names, but like the firewoman, uh her Ember. face just it Ember, right. That makes sense. And Wade, I think, is the water yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. And and so Ember with her sort of like it, it kind of looked like uh sort of a half um what am I trying to say here? Like a like a you know, sort of stop motion looking facial animation like the mm-hmm. way her mouth moved and stuff it just looked really different i thought it was really really cool and i think it's just so impressive how you know in just a teaser trailer pixar manages to deliver storytelling and world building in just the passive interactions and reactions between these characters like it's literally just ember walking through a subway station and dropping her headphones and wade picks them up but we get to see sort of see so much of those those funny sort of uh, zootopia-esque kind of jokes uh for the you know or even inside out style jokes of of the subject matter um and it's just so cool that they can take a simple idea and use it for so many creative moments um i'm so stoked i'm mm-hmm. pumped to go to element city dude let's go i'm, I'm ready to get on that train <laughs> right now i will say element city is a bit generic of a name <laughs> they could have you know elementia or something but anyways anyways uh, that's nitpicking at this point that's it's tough to nitpick something that was 45 seconds long so absolutely i was i mean uh, they if if they called it avalonia uh (laughs) would that have been much better i don't know uh but let's talk about avalonia and let's you know dive into the the depths of the earth uh, while I get to the synopsis for, for this movie. Walt Disney Animation Studios' original action-packed adventure, Strange World, introduces a legendary family of explorers, the Clades, as they attempt to navigate an uncharted, treacherous land alongside a motley crew that includes a mischievous blob, a three-legged dog, and a slew of ravenous creatures. The movie's voice cast includes Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid, Jabuki Young-White, Gabrielle Union, and Lucy Liu. And the movie is directed by Don Hall and will be in theaters November 23rd. Uh, so, guys, like any well-meaning adventure, you know, all those adventures start off exciting and fun. Uh, so I thought we'd start off that way, too. Let's talk about what worked for you with Strange World. I will say right off the bat, um, and it was the first thing that I sort of noticed from even early trailers and, and previews and whatnot, Aesthetically, it does have it a very unique signature look um, that they they really sort of utilize and play with throughout the film. It looks unlike anything we've ever seen, and that makes perfect sense when you consider we're sort of exploring this strange world. It really is a strange world that that they there's a lot of love put into the details and just the general aesthetics of this world. I'll say top notch. That's what stood out for me first and foremost. I think the visuals, you're right. I think the visuals are stunning. Disney animation at this point, I mean, we're getting to the 100th year of, of Walt Disney animation. Uh, and it's just, it's nuts to think about that. But but the, 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 the clothing textures, the hair, the beard textures is just, it's insane how good it looks in this movie. Um, I will say, I, th- I thought the character design was very frozen it felt very like some of the characters we might have seen in in Frozen One and Two, um, for for the human characters at the very least. Um, but yeah, like the world was absolutely gorgeous. Clade Farms and and Avalonia, 
um, looked really, really fantastic. And then, of course, as we start to dive deeper and deeper into the strange world, um, it is really original. It's very inventive in terms of sort of what we what we get to see and, and the sort of the, the world that they build. Yeah, for sure. I loved and I was blown away by the the world building that they did because everything was so rich with the texture and and felt so unique. I loved that design and everything like that. And the character design was great, too. I mean, to me, a lot of this movie worked really well. And it stems from the fact that the world they created was so diverse in in terms of the life and the textures and the, the locales and stuff like that. I loved it. Yeah, man. I think the 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 humor uh, throughout the movie uh, was was pretty good i thought i thought there were some some good laughable moments um i i enjoyed the the little uh splat character i think <laughs> throughout the movie i thought i thought they were 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 great um but i i i don't know i just i think for me the the this movie very much felt like um just very safe i think was was the biggest thing and for a movie that's supposed to be about adventure and and the you know the dangerous lifestyle of an explorer i just never felt that worried about them or or i didn't feel some of the emotions that i think they really wanted to get to so i don't have a i actually don't have a, a ton to say as far as um what i what i liked but i also i don't know i'm very middle of the road with this one yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm right there with you in that i can't necessarily say anything that stood out as necessarily bad about the movie but i'm not sitting here with a list in front of me of of things that worked to a you know an exceptional level by any means uh that you you brought up such an interesting point in that i think we never fear feel fear for the characters because they never seem to feel much fear um you know they're worried when they can't find somebody or whatnot but it's there's never this life-threatening sense of of fear that these characters are sort of exhibiting and that just the, safe is such a good way to put it i'm just not sure who this movie's for because i didn't find there to be a lot of those typical adult lines of humor and jokes or whatnot that would interest the adults while visually stimulating the kids for instance but then the story was it almost felt too slow to be a, a young kids movie while it's wonderful to look at our kids going to really gravitate to this adventure really sort of comprehend what's going on and and what these relationships are supposed to mean I, I everything is just sort of middle of the road they didn't pick any sides they didn't sort of choose any specific directions they were kind of lost while they were trying to explore this concept maybe and and because of that nothing upset me by any means but nothing really right. reached to me nothing really spoke to me it was just kind of a thing that happened. It was a, a movie that we watched, an experience that we had, and and that's all I can really say in that regard. And I, I think a lot of that just has to do with the the I think the overall theme of of you know the the father the father and son storyline, right? And we we do get to sort of see that expanded a little bit in this movie in terms of you know it's it's we're looking at three generations of of clades instead of just two which i think is more common for for these kind of movies um but i just i don't know i i i kind of i just wanted them to 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 meet that expectation of you know disney animation studios like we've been talking about like we brought up zootopia earlier and it's just like again such an original concept and world and and the way they flesh things out we never quite 
really get to get there. And and obviously we can't we don't want to spoil anything with this movie. I don't want to go into kind of um, where the theme sort of almost uh, it, it transitions a few times in terms of what the overall messaging is uh, of this movie. I will say if if we're if we're still kind of sort of on the topic of what worked, um, I will say. Uh, the representation in the movie is fantastic. And honestly, uh, this is where animated movies continue, I think, to to lead the charge in this in this industry. Uh, Darcy, what did you think of Ethan? I, I got to say, I really enjoyed Ethan's character and the way they kind of normalize the fact that there's a gay character and gay relationship. It's Absolutely. back of the ground and they move on to the bigger problem, which is that relationship with within the Clade family. Mm-hmm. And I personally, I mean... While it is kind of an old story with the way that, you know, forcing your son to do what you want him to and how that's going to affect him, while it's an old story, it kind of is always relatable because there is always going to be that pressure in, in any family or, or situation, like trying to live up to your, your parents' expectations. So I thought they really nailed that out of the park. And even going further with the representation throughout the whole theme of the movie and the, the overarching narrative, I, I found really engaging personally. So, I mean, I to me, that's where this movie kind of, they, they knew what they were trying to accomplish from from the get-go, and I really enjoyed the way that it had such a consistent through line. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I can I can already see people, you know, giving this movie uh, a hard time because of its representation and, and just different races, um, even abilities um, it, with some of the characters, or disabilities with some of the characters, uh, sexual orientation. I mean, there is such a wide range of representation in this movie, and mm-hmm. none of it is forced. None of it is for the sake of saying, hey, look how inclusive this movie is. It's and and it, it that word normalized it, it just in the sense that you use sorry Darcy just in the sense that mm-hmm. it's just a group of people and they all have different characteristics mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're on an adventure together and it, it it nothing is is done for the purpose of calling it out or bringing specific attention to it and it's not even like these characters are doing things that are just like uh, almost like overcompensating to be against stereotypes they all just. They, they, the characters feel true to themselves, dis, uh, uh, you know, because of or despite of any part of them that mm-hmm. might be represented here. Uh, it's really hard to sort of spe- uh, specifically mention anything without giving anything from the story away. But no, there's a really nice sense of representation that you you don't notice it because it's just so natural feeling the the, mm-hmm. the inclusivity of it all. And I, I did think that the relationship between uh, Searcher and Ethan. Um, was great. I did. I did. I did really like sort of that that dynamic as as overplayed. I think as the that sort of narrative is. Um, I thought that they still did a a, a great job with those two characters and and sort of how they interacted. Um, yeah. I don't know, Darcy. Before we we dive deeper and head into the darkness and discuss what more didn't work. Um, did you have anything else positive that you wanted to talk about with this movie? I mean, again, I really enjoyed it, and a lot of it comes. Like, I can't really go into why I enjoyed it because I found I did find the story so engaging, and that's what I love about. It. And to me, to go into why I loved it, I'd have to I ruin some people's experiences by introducing the things that they I want them to experience for themselves. So I'll end my positive comments here, and except for the fact that I mean, again, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. So <laughs> I mean, I I think I really enjoyed some of the twists in in where the story went that mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting. And so I thought there were some really great ideas. I'm just not sure the execution of those ideas hit home. I'm not sure I mm. was as excited 
watching them as I was at the idea of what was happening. And so that's mm. that's kind of that disconnect I had with the movie as it was going on. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this off air, but but Disney at this point they they yeah, they are recycling uh some stories and I think this overall story, the the sort of the 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 major plot of this story is absolutely a recycle if you've, you know, journey to the center of the earth and 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 some of these other movies, I think it, it's it's sort of lifting from that and and I th- but I think the 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 world that they 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 traverse is is very original and to your point Kevin like I just would have loved to sort of have that expounded upon a little bit more or or sort of um kind of get to to see um how that world works a little bit more or how to kind of understand it on the same level um, as you know, what you'd expect from Disney in terms of their world building. Again, I think visually gorgeous, but 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 in terms of what it actually delivered on, it just didn't hit as hard for me. And I know, again, we obviously we can't go into spoilers for the reasons that I think it really did work for you, Darcy. Um, mm-hmm. Right? But but I I just I I don't know. I, I by the end of it, I just didn't feel much and i usually feel so much when i watch these animated movies from disney um so i i that for me i just i just didn't didn't fully land and i i just i don't know i just felt like they 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 could have they could have made the world feel maybe a little bit more lived in maybe given us a little bit more setup maybe they Maybe it's a little too fast paced at times, but then it, but then it in the middle of the movie it just slows down to a complete crawl. Um, where again there were moments of action that sort of started to blend together for me, where I was kind of just like, I don't know if this scene was drastically different from this scene was drastically different from this moment, uh, and I think that's just it for me. Is it just like I was kind of bored at times, and I I just I hate saying that because again I think. These these movies these these animated movies are there. There's so much love and care that that goes into them. Um, but yeah, narratively, it just it didn't work. I'm, I'm just so sort of mid. <laughs> yeah, I think I think one of the big things missing from this movie is that external threat that the characters are facing. There is no clearly defined bad guy or or real. Cha- I mean, challenge that they they. That that's clearly defined that they have to overcome. I mean, again, they sort of subvert expectations as the movie reaches the climax and and you sort of get a better understanding of what's going on. And that really works. It's just, it didn't resonate emotionally with me as an audience member. I was just sort of watching, you know, these characters go through an experience. I wasn't going through it with them. And that's that's the most frustrating part because I think there are, were so many great ideas and and elements that they they that it should have resonated a bit more. I'm just left sort of looking at this movie and between the the you know print and and um you know audio marketing for this movie it was very much supposed to be reminiscent of like 1940s 1950s radio mm. and TV serials and while the movie starts off like that they drop that concept really quickly, and I'm left going, well, why did they even bother having that sort of element in the first place? Because I think it's going to 
distract people from what kind of movie it actually is or what the feeling of that movie is. Like, I'm not sure who the marketing was targeted to, and I'm really curious to see what kind of numbers this movie gets once it hits theaters. I do agree that the marketing strategy for this film was kind of odd and that you didn't really hear about it, and you only maybe saw the odd trailer before certain movies. Um, <clears throat> in terms of the, uh, like, the reason, like, the, uh, sorry... In terms of the the relation to like those nineteen forties stuff, I think that what I my, what I took away from it as as opposed to be as opposed to experiencing a story from a, a storybook that you know Disney movies often start off with with the opening of a book. This is more like we're tuning into the the ongoing adventures of a certain series and the way that it kind of closes on that same comicy note. Like I feel like that's the way that I was that we were entering this world and that's why they kind of bookended it with that pulpy radio intro and then a, a certain outro so i really enjoyed that again what works for me doesn't work for others and again everybody has different tastes but it's kind of funny like getting the chance to talk with you guys is really fun because i get to see why why something works for me didn't necessarily work for you guys it's always it's always a fun conversation absolutely i think i think that is exactly how audiences are going to feel going into this movie Mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. i think again the expectations that the disney animation sort of the that that name that that you know it's disney um, it just sets a, a pretty high bar, and I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. This, this one didn't quite mm-hmm. uh, reach it for myself. But listen, let's get to our final thoughts on this film and uh, your rating, which we're going to be rating on a scale of one to five unexplored worlds. Darcy, go ahead and kick us off. Well, again, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. While I have only really talked about positives, I didn't really get a chance to mention what didn't work for me, and it was the fact that it was missing a bit more comedy. I, I will mm. agree on that point where it was, the jokes weren't hitting all the time, but the ones that did hit, I did really enjoy. So it, that's the only issue I could find really with this 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 whole story and this movie and experience because I enjoyed everything else so much. Again, the world building I found really engaging and the way that we were finding out stuff as the cat, the, the, the people we were watching was really enjoyable to me. And again, overall, I feel like the theme that they were going with this movie is, you know, something that should be brought to the form, uh, format should be brought to the minds of kids and stuff like that as we're growing up and going into this next generation. So I really enjoyed it. I'll be giving this one four out of five unexplored worlds. Awesome. Okay. Kevin. Oh boy. Uh, it's so tough because again, it, it's hard not to, to sound like I dislike this movie. That's really not the case. I just, I think I wanted to like it so much more. And I think right from the first time I saw the very first trailer for it and I thought, whoa, this is such a cool throwback sort of retro trailer. This movie's got this really unique style and, and I, I wonder how they're going to utilize that. And I think there there's just a disconnect between all of the thoughts that the creators had between that and the execution of it. I mean, I think you could take the 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 story of the familial relationship that you get in this movie and put it in any context and it could play out essentially the same. Like this adventure they're going on doesn't seem to influence the the character decisions and and changes they make, I think as much as they could have. I I think both sort of just exist separately. They're on an adventure and they're discovering things about themselves and mending relationships. And and I think I just wish they had joined together and, and meshed a little bit more smoothly. And I think that's sort of a nice allegory for the whole movie is that it looks beautiful, but I don't really care about what's happening in this beautiful world as much as I'd like to. And so, yeah, there's just... 
there's just that missing something that that missing magic that that generally draws you into a big Disney animated movie that I didn't feel was here and and I'm again I'm almost more curious to just see how this movie performs and what people think of it. Um, I really hope people love it and have a good time seeing it, uh, you know, because we want films to, we always want films to do well and we want, you know, animated films to do well, especially just because it's, you know, such a, a small, um, you know, sort of subgenre, if you will. But yeah, I'm just so curious to see what people think. Uh, it just didn't hit home with me. Um, and I really, you know, humor was a big thing missing that I'm I just, I'm always looking for in my Disney movies. That clever, whippy dialogue was not there. There were some visual gags. Uh, but so again, there's just a disconnect that I had with the movie. And as a result, I'm going to have to give this one three out of five unexplored worlds. Um, yeah, it was a world that didn't need to be explored, if you ask me. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of in between you guys there. I think overall, yeah, Disney, like Disney shines with animation. It's the animation in this is so gorgeous. The world design is beautiful. The visuals, the original characters are a lot of fun, but it's just the storyline and, and the generic narrative and, and poorly paced story uh, that for me dropped the ball. I think I, I there's such, as you were saying, there's such little marketing around this movie at the time of our screening and I, so I was kind of hoping this would be sort of like a hidden gem that we'd discover and, and you know, kind of like the explorers in this movie, like we, we would tell the world about this. And But this was one of the weaker Disney animated movies. And I think, you know, like, like you were saying, Kevin, like like animation is a, is a medium to tell a story. And this just wasn't the greatest story <laughs> unfortunately i just i just didn't find it as compelling um and so yeah so for me i'm uh, i i think the 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 ideas alone and the sort of the the concepts and what they wanted this movie to be and the the voice cast i think is where i'm a little higher at a 3.5 um so i think i'm going to give this a 3.5 out of 5 unexplored worlds well that is it we hope you enjoyed this spoiler free review for strange world and if you did make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts and if you want to write into your into the show uh with your thoughts on this movie or any of the movies or shows we cover uh well i'm gonna hand you this mountain pick and i'm gonna have you swing across this chasm over to darcy to tell you how you can reach us well, they can always reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if, if maybe you got lost and estranged from your father for far too long, <laughs> then you can always reach us on Twitter at geekcentricyt or on Instagram at wearegeekcentric. Keep in mind, we also have a ton of other episodes covering the latest and greatest movies and shows out now, like our recent spoiler-free reviews for Slumberland, The Santa Clauses Episodes 1 and 2, Mickey, The Story of a Mouse, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Mythic Quest Season 3, Zootopia Plus, Blockbuster, and Wendell and Wild. Um, we also have a ton of interviews, like our most recent interview with the cast and crew of Disney's Zootopia Plus. Uh, so definitely check those interviews out on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. Uh, and we've got some some festive interviews, some mystical, magical uh, interviews coming up as well. Um, so definitely click all the things, click the bell, click subscribe, like all the things, give us a five-star review if you don't mind. Darcy, Kevin, thank you so much for joining me for this adventurous review. And as we say, love ya. Laters. 
Get home safe, intrepid explorers. <laughs>